matter, it's so. What, what are you reading? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, you are. I can see you've got some magazine on your lap. Oh, um, this? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not my. Is, is that porn? <laughs> Bloody hell, that's a, a throwback, isn't it? Porn in magazine form. Where, where did you? Yeah. Where did you get? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's porn. It's hmm. porny, good old porny porn. Hang on, hang on a minute. There's another magazine inside that one. There is, there is. What, what are you hiding? It, it's, it's, it's house and garden. Wow. Okay. Anyway, here's Robert Pollard with Each is Good in His Own House. And garden.
Trust the Wizards podcast, episode 95. My name is Terizzo Garbanzo, and I'm joined at an appropriate social distance by my fellow wizard, Kicker of Elves. Yep. You've just heard two songs. The second one of those was by Axolotl Mexicanos, and it's called Tequiero. I love you. Well, thank you very much. Uh, you can That's on the magnificent Elephant Records, <laughs> spelt with an F, mm. E-L-E-F. E-L-E-F-A-N-T. Just as well, just as well, we're socially distancing, otherwise things could get very messy. That could have messy. got awkward. Yes, that could have got awkward. Um, Elephantrecords.bandcamp.com with the PH changed to an F. Uh, yeah. That they they're not Mexican. Oh. Uh, they are from Asturias in. Uh, are they Salamanders? They're not. Not only are they not Mexican, they're also not axolotls, as far as I could tell. Um, yeah. And before that. But before that, we had Robert Pollard um, with the song Each is Good in His Own House uh, from the album Moses on a Snail, which came out in 2010 and features a remarkable cover, which I shall just show you now. Can you see, can you see that cover? I can, yeah. Yeah, yeah look at that. Now, that doesn't look like his normal sort of weird collage record cover. That looks like it's deliberately been styled to look like a kind of 60s Akabilk cover or something. Absolutely right. Yeah, and that is that is Robert Pollard. I stood at the the side of the the sea. I would guess a yeah, sea. The sea that does look like a sea. <laughs> I know it's been a while since we've been out, but <laughs> I believe that there. is called the sea. Yeah. Yes, in, in, in a lovely sunshiny thing. Yeah, it's an interesting cover, isn't it? There's a there's a cock on the back. Look, excellent. I think you're going to need to put a photograph of both of those things so that that can be understood. <laughs> So the, the next song we're going to play is uh, from friend of the pod, Owen Chambers, who uh, performs as Tremolo Ghosts uh, and other bands as well, or certainly within other bands. Uh, and I'm very excited this year that there's a, a second vinyl release by Tremolo Ghosts. Um, the album is here in my hands. It's called, and I shall read it off the side, it's called Total Apocalypse Forever, yeah. which seems a Seems appropriate, it does doesn't seem it? Appropriate, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going to play the the opening track from this, um, and it's called Behemoth. Just to stop from ripping 
song behemoth 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 how, how are you saying uh, it's one of those words that i did not know how to pronounce because mm. i'd only seen it written down for a long time uh and then mm. uh, in in the film uh, reservoir dogs the radio dj played by steve the comic stephen wright he definitely pronounces it as behemoth 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 with the emphasis on the he yeah so anyway there you go, Behemoth by Tremolo Ghost from the album Total Apocalypse Forever, uh, which I actually got through sort of a crowdfunding thing um, and uh, got an extra CD that came with that, which I was very excited about, but I'm holding something back from that for later in the year. Um, uh, but you can get that from the Tremolo Ghost uh, Bandcamp page in yeah. download form or whatever. If I remember rightly, we put him on, didn't we? We put him on at one of our gigs and he's from... Is he from Wales or is he from Bristol? I can't remember. He's from Bristol. He's yeah. based in Bristol. Yeah. Um, yeah, he came and he played with Biordo. Biordo. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. And he, he, that had a bit of a sort of Gorky's feel to it. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's very, very, very nice. Good. Very, very nice. Anyway, I was very excited uh, about by the postman today. Uh, he bought something I've been looking yeah, for. I tell you what, to. You've, been, you've been in isolation a long yeah, time. I know, yeah. It's so excited about the postman. He bought something I've been looking forward to for quite a while. Uh, to be precise, I've been looking forward to it for around about 28 years, which is <laughs> this. It's been, it's been a long time coming. It's, it's a, a new album by A Thousand Yard Stare. Mm. Their difficult third album, a long time in the making. Uh, and it's called The Panglossian Momentum. Uh, and I've interviewed uh, the band for our, our blog, which is going to be on our website next week when the album actually comes out properly. I don't really know why I've got it in the post today because mm. uh, I, as far as I know, the album doesn't come out next week, but you know what it's like these days with, uh, um, you know, album releases. It's a bit weird. Um, yeah. and, and it's got eight songs on it. Uh, it's the first album that, that they, the band told me. It's the first album really that they, they, they see as an actual album. 
rather than just a bunch of songs that they put together on in in one place. But this is actually is a bunch of songs that were designed to go together. The concept? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, they're as well as 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 much they're as much beloved for their um, four track EPs as they are for their for their two studio albums and and. It's got eight tracks in it, which it says in the in the little postcard that came with it can be listened to as two sorts of four as a four track EP. But but yeah, they, I can see what they mean. It does kind of build. I've only listened to it once, but it kind of you know it does each one does kind of have a sort of rather epic long fourth track as for the track four and track eight. Uh, and it, you know it if it, it's it's very interesting stuff and. Uh, Stephen, who's the singer in the band, told me I, 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 when I've interviewed him before, I was talking to him about his his love of, of vocabulary and his interesting uh, language that he uses. I bet he knows how to say behemoth. Behemoth. I bet he does. I bet he does. Mm. Uh, mm. There's a there's a song on the album actually, which is a word that I had to look up. Um, mm. It's just it's spandrels. 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 Do you know what spandrels are? It sounds like something long and thin. Uh, Hang on, I've got it here. It tells me what, what it is. They're the decorative parts of a structure or a living thing that have no apparent intrinsic use or role to play beyond their visual stimulus. Much so, like you for this podcast. Indeed, but it, it's, it's, it's like, a, you know, a building, a decorative bit on the building that serves no yeah. practical purpose. <laughs> I think You're the spend, spendrill of the podcast. I'm the spandrel of the Trust the Wizards podcast, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm not going to play spandrels. Uh, oh, I'm going to play uh, the track six from the album, uh, and another lyric that uh, Stephen mentioned that he was proud of on this album is the uh, the wordplay in the line "Clarion to Carry On," which mm. again seems appropriate for these times. The song's called "Precious, Precious."
was Precious Pressures uh, by Thousand Yards Stare from the new album, the Panglossian Momentum. And you can buy that at thousandyardstare.co.uk. And as I mentioned before, look out for um, uh, an article on our blog post about that. It's another album with a very good cover, actually, isn't it? I like the cover very much. Yeah, it's interesting. It looks a bit like, I, I, I wish I knew enough about Star Wars to say what that reminds me of. I want to say Jawa. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> Some kind of sand people. Java. It's a type of coffee, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the, they're, the, they're the ones who uh, own the Starbucks in Star Wars, yeah. from which Star right. Wars gets its name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's time for Lucky Dip, isn't it? Oh yeah, it must be your turn. Do you want to? Do you want to have a go? Um, so just to remind you, there are twenty-two record shelves here. Uh, you've chosen three of them already, so you've had ten. 12 and 19, so you can't choose those again. I've had 10, uh, 12 and 19. Give me a number between 1 and 22, not including those three numbers. Right then. So I've got a football player in mind. Uh, uh-huh. uh, this football player, I most closely associate him with the number 8. So I'd like to go shelf number 8, please. Ooh, right down the bottom. Hold on one second. I'm going to have to take my headphones off to go and get to the bottom shelf. Hang on a sec. Oh, are we gonna give me a number then on that shelf. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's try... Um, the uh, let's try the sixth. The person, this guy was born on the sixth of December, nineteen fifty-one. So let's try number six. Record number okay. six from okay, shelf number eight. Yes. Okay. Hang on a sec. This is called Dead Air. It's what you're not supposed to do. I forgot to talk. Sorry, listener. I forgot to talk while he went off to get the record there. Right. Oh, that's a long way down there. Oh, bloody hell. Are you all okay, right? so there are... Do you want a bit of time to get your breath back? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven tracks on this album that hey. came out in 2014. Fifteen. Hey. 2015. Sixteen! Don't give me any clues. There's eleven tracks on what on, on the whole album. Yeah. How many are on side one? Mm. One, two, three, four, five. Let's have the last song off side one. Okay. So the last side on side one is the song Beta Male. So again, referring to you, that's quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, this is Beta, Beta Male by the band Ulrika Spacek uh, oh. from the album, the album Paranoia.
that was a, a good pick by you. That that was uh, Beta Male by the band Ulrika Spacek. Ulrika, ka, 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 ka. Yeah, and and that was from uh, the album. And the album's actually called The Album Paranoia. Came out in two thousand sixteen. Uh, did you think there were going to be words in it? Well, I, I, I was more than two and a half minutes of just mm. riffing, and I was loving mm. it uh, mm. before the vocals came in. I do like songs where where the, it goes on for quite a long time before mm. the vocals come in. Most of my favourite Cure songs do that. Yeah, I was going to say the Cure are well known for that. Yeah, it's, it's true that. Um, just be, just by the way, not only was it a good pick. You were two albums away from getting a UFO song. <laughs> right. UFO, are they, they're like metal, aren't they? Heavy metal, yeah. Are they proper metal or are they just soft? No, no, no. Uh, Ulrika Spacek, of course, is the sister of uh, <laughs> Sissy Spacek, right? I'd guess. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, why wouldn't that be the case? Next up, Kicker, mm. is your cooking yeah. thing. Have you got a cooking thing? Because I can go and get the guitar if you have. Well, I, I realised that I, I disappointed you last time round, so uh, I've made a huge effort this time. Okay, um, so I'll go and... get the guitar then, you're not going to waste yeah, my time do, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, did yeah. last time. Yeah, do, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, just getting it. Right, let's right. Do, the, uh, do the jingle. Yeah, yeah, get me in the mood. Specially written for the occasion. It's a song that everyone's singing in Sing the kitchen. Sing home, boys and girls. Kicker's Cooking Corner, Kicker's Cooking Corner, spelt with three K's. Kicker's Cooking Corner. Yeah. And I have got a good one. Now, Great. What, what, what is very now? What is very now in, in, in the food world? I'll tell you what's very now. It's fusion. Okay. All about fusion, and uh, as you know, I've I've travelled the world, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so today's recipe is a, is is one that simple folk like you, the beta males, <laughs> uh, will be able to to manage. But it's it it marries up the best of Eastern cuisine with the very best of Western cuisine. Great. Um, now we're a bit stymied at the moment because we can't go out. So it, it might be something for to leave for a, another time, or but I, I don't know. I don't, maybe maybe exceptions could be made for this. So anyway, basically, what you need to do, you get yourself down Greg's, mm-hmm. uh, and you buy yourself a meat and potato pie. Yeah, this is the Western bit. Yeah, right? nothing says Western cuisine, English cuisine, more than a meat and potato pie. You can't right? argue with a pie. Can't argue with a pie, yeah. right? So you take, you get your, you get your meat and potato pie, and you know a lot of the work's been done for you there. To be yeah. fair, um, so you're not going to go wrong. So you take that home, and while it's still warm, you take the top off the yeah. crust at the top. You take that off, and you get a, a big spoon or a ladle, depending on the size of your pie, mm. and you scoop out all the meat and potato. Right. Right. Okay. And you put you put that on one side for another time. Right. Meanwhile, you've had the kettle on. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've had the kettle on. And this is the eastern part. Mm-hmm. You've got your pot noodle. Now, oh. as you as you know, pot noodles come in a variety of flavours. So it's, it's really, you could choose up to you, your taste, really. Are we talking Bombay Bad Boy? Bombay Bad Boy would also bring in an Indian flavour. Yes, yeah. So you, you, make, you get your pot noodle, which is obviously boiling water, pot and noodle. Yep. And that little bag thing. Don't forget to take yep. that out in the first place, otherwise it just floats to the top and it's a bit messy, isn't it? No, uh-huh. do that. All right. You get your, your pot noodles, mix it all up, 
and then go back to your pie, which is now without meat and potato. Yeah. You get your pot noodle, you pour it into the middle of your pie. Yeah. You get you get the top of the pie, mm-hmm. you put that back on, and there you go. You've got yourself a pot noodle pie. A, 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 yeah, a pie noodle. Yeah, that, that sounds. That does sound. You know, I'm sold. I'm going to definitely try that. Uh, it does sound absolutely delicious. Um, but the, the, you, it's cooker's cooking corner. That there was no. Yeah. Cook, there was a boiling of a kettle and a, and a buying something yeah. in Greg's. Stirring. No stirring. No, stirring, and, stirring and scraping. Stirring and scraping. The two. The two basic food actions. No, no, that's not cooking. That's not cooking. Anyway. Kicker's Cooking Corner, Kicker's Cooking Corner, may not actually contain any cooking. Kicker's Cooking Corner. You're listening to the Fluster Wizards podcast. Kick out the gams, mummy lovers. So uh, a CD I've been enjoying a lot recently is this one uh, by Synthetic Villains, uh, which you can get from their Bandcamp page. Uh, Synthetic Villains appears to be the solo project of uh, Richard, who is from uh, two bands that we've played on the podcast before, uh, Three Dimensional Tanks and mm. also Pillfangs, who are in our my Best of the Year uh, selections of their latest album. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can get this Synthetic Villains. Look, can you see that? It's it's a limited edition. I say you can get it, but the CD mm. may well be sold out now because oh, it's yellow. It's yellow. Twelve of fifty. Uh, it says there in oh, my little uh, thing there, but you can certainly get it as a download, even if you can't get the actual CD. Mm. Uh, it's all instrumental, um, and it's all great. Uh, there's a, there's synths on it. There's um, there's guitars and 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 program drums and all kinds of things. Uh, and I'm going to play you the final track, uh, which with the wonderful. Wonderful title of Yes, We Have No Bonanza. we 
yes, we have no Bonanza by hey. Synthetic Villains from the album Synthetic Villains, which you can buy from syntheticvillains.bandcamp.com. The CD is still available. Uh, there is 50, uh, the 50 is still available, and there are only a fiver. Mm. Uh, so go and get that. Uh, that album, that song is the last song. It's quite bouncy, that one. It's not mm. all as bouncy as that. It's a bit. Some mm. of it's quite experimental. Some of it's even, you know, uh, a bit more electronic than that one. Uh, mm. There's a lot. It's a bit daft. It's a bit daft, isn't it? That one. It is a bit I mean, daft. I liked, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it very much. Do you remember? I can't remember when we played it. Now we played a song. I, I had on. I think one of my best of the year. I had a band called Itchy. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And well, it reminded it reminded me of that a bit. Were they Japanese? Japanese band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I liked that song. Mm. I like daft songs, as as you well know. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the rest of the album isn't as daft or bouncy as that. But it, it, the, the, one of the things I like about that, apart from the lead guitar line, which is incredibly catchy and mm. slightly reminiscent of, is it is it the Pop Black theme song? Is that Pop Black? Yeah. It could it's be. It's an old sports theme song, isn't it? It's yeah. slightly reminiscent of that. Which it's is, not which, Ski Sunday, is it? So it's not. It's, it's, yeah. either, it's either Ski Sunday. The answer is always Ski Sunday or Pop Black. So it's probably Pop Ski Black. Ski Sunday is the one that sounds like Bark, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, um, it didn't sound a lot like Bark. Um, no. But also, I like there's a lot of interesting. That would be barking up the wrong tree, wouldn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in the background with the slide guitars and the other weird electric guitars, but also the electronic noises. Uh, and the bleeps and the and the weird scratches and stuff. Um, and one of the one of the noises that goes on in the background reminds me of the noise that it used to make when your tank got splatted on Space Invaders back in the day. <laughs> a kind of <laughs> noise. It's very specific. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of makes me feel sad whenever I hear yeah. that because it, it you know it's like oh no, the the, the aliens have. Got me. Estás escuchando el podcast de Trust the Wizard. Qué barbaridad. Well, as you know, I, uh, I'm a keen follower of uh, Teresa Garbanzo on uh, the social disgrace uh, media thing, uh, social Twitter. Social distortion, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so following you today, I, I noted that you, you put up a, a picture of a lot of Björk CD singles. Yeah, I think there was around about 45 CD singles. Well, actually, yeah. I... And I, I, I I have to tell, admit that that, that was me telling a slight lie on on social media because I took a picture of the forty four or forty five Bjork CD singles, saying that I was listening to them in chronological order. <laughs> yeah. It is true, but wasn't true today. I actually uh, did that last week. Uh, um, oh well, there so you go. That's, I, I, think I took the picture because I was putting them back away, ready for the lucky <laughs> dip that we're going to do later. Uh, I don't think anyone's uh, anyone's that bothered. But anyway, yeah. I, I thought, well, that's a lot of CD singles, and uh, I, I never really liked the format of the CD single, but I do like a single, a seven-inch single. Yeah. And and I was thinking, well, I, apart from Guided by Voices, where, where I've got over a hundred seven-inch singles by them, uh, there's no band that I could get forty odd for. Um, but there are a couple of bands or a few bands where I've got all the, the seven-inch singles that that they've done, uh, and one such band is. Uh, Interestingly, for the theme of the show, um, a nice fusion of East and West. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a Japanese name band uh, from Glasgow uh, from the mid-90s, the, of course, Urusei Yatsura. Now, I'm sure you're very familiar with the band Urusei Yatsura. Um, and, uh, but do you know what it meant? Do you know what it means, Urusei Yatsura? I do not, no. 
No, well, I didn't either. I mean, I've got, I'll say, I've got, I just like, oh, oh yeah, look at that. Feel the width of that. And that's, that's 11 singles, that cool. is. Cool. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, I'll have a listen to all of those today <clears throat> in chronological order. Cool. Yeah, because otherwise, if you, if I'd known you'd lie, no, I wasn't going to do that. Anyway, uh, now as you as you may be aware, I wasn't Kicker lying. Junior, I was just lying about the t- the timeline. Not 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 about. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm also lying about the timeline yeah. because I didn't listen to them all today. I've listened, but I have listened to them at some point in the past. Okay. <laughs> and since I bought them in chronological, they were listened to at one point chronologically. Excellent. Yeah. Anyway, as you know, Kicker Junior is uh, is a Japanese speaker. Hmm. Uh, so I asked By him, which you what, mean somebody who can speak Japanese rather than a Bluetooth speaker made in Japan, right? I do mean that, yes. Yeah, okay. but, but important, important to clarify. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, so I asked, I asked him what it meant, and, and he said, well, it's a bit difficult to say because he, he reckoned uh, it's a pun. It's a Japanese pun mm-hmm. that, that doesn't really work in in English, it doesn't it doesn't really kind of make sense. Anyway, he he translated it as, and this is a really if you think of the band, they're quite a cool band, you would say. That's mm-hmm. right. I always thought. Anyway, they wouldn't be have been as cool at all if they were called noisy guys. <laughs> that's a really shite name, isn't it? Really shite. So anyway, that's but basically that's that's what it means. <laughs> So from now on, whenever we refer to Eurosay Yetra, we will call them noisy guys. Yeah, and so I thought I'd play you one of one of their singles. So uh, because I thought you probably knew, knew a lot of their stuff, I thought I'd find a, a B side that's not on an album. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the B side of the single "Cupid's Like Watermelon," mm-hmm. uh, and this is a song by um, Noisy Guys. The song is "Majesty."
noisy boys. They don't half make a terrific racket, though, eh? They do. I like the, I like the noisy bits at, at the end there. Yeah. yeah. So that was USA Yatsura with Manchester, the B-side of Cupies Like Watermelons. Do you know what Cupies are, by the way? Cupies? Hmm. No. So th- this is a, the single's called Cupies Like Watermelons, right. which I always thought was a, a reference to the breastology, you know, the... Uh, the, the uh, science of the breasts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, apparently, no, the Cupies were dolls. Oh, like, uh, sort of, yeah, like heard, cabbage patch dolls type Yeah, thing. I think I've heard the phrase Cupie doll. Yeah, I think Nick Cave sung about them, right? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think I may have seen USA Yatsura live in the oh, 90s. Yeah. yeah. i got a feeling I might have seen them at one of the Camden Crawl things uh, in the 90s, but... As you might have noticed me, if you're talking about me talking on Twitter, I was I was talking with um, Spare Snare recently, mm. trying to mm. piece together if I'd seen them, because I have a nagging feeling that I've seen them at uh, mm. at one of those Camden Crawl events in the mid '90s. But it's all a bit hazy. There's a lot. It was a pub crawl, basically. It was a yeah. yeah um, it's all a bit hazy. So I saw well, a lot of bands, but I can't remember who. They're definitely on a Camden Crawl compilation, Spare Snare. Yeah, they've definitely so, played Camden played, Crawl, that's mm, what they told me, but uh, right. but I, whether it was the year I went, and even if it was, whether I saw them, because it's like yeah. a multi-venue thing. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah, anyway, it's time for the lucky dip. Oh, good Oh, Yeah, yes. well, you, you did very well, so I hope I do as well. Well, um, I, I have to say, you've picked a very good box. Have I? But then, I, I, I would say that, wouldn't I, because um, they're all is my the CDs. One, is it the one with all your heavy metal in? Uh... No. Right, I'm going to walk over there to go and get the box. So, okay. as usual, there's three rows and around about 80 CDs in each row. Okay. Well, I would I would like number 40 in the second row, please, from this box number 16. Right. That's right in the middle, isn't it? You're right right in the middle. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, nice seven, bit of counting, eight, listener. Seven, you can four, see he's very good. Very good at your counting. He gets all the numbers in the right order. 22, 22, yeah, he's gone all the way up to the 20s there. Quite, quite impressive stuff. 30, 31, 32, 33, oh my goodness. 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Well, interestingly enough, you were just saying you didn't really care for the CD single. <laughs> but you've chosen a CD single. Have I? Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, the, the, there are four tracks on this CD single. Yeah, and um, the first three of them are all remixes of the main track, and then the fourth one is a song off the album that accompanied this. Oh, we'll go for the last track then, please. Okay, right. Well, the CD single is "Shut 'Em Down," "Shut 'Em, Shut 'Em Down" by Public Enemy. Oh, great! And the, the fourth track is uh, called "By the Time I Get to Arizona," which I think is all about the state of Arizona refusing to have a public holiday for Martin Luther King. Of the cell block, but they come from California, pop 
Revelation is none in the desert is sun With a gun cracker running things under his thumb Staring hard at the postcards, isn't it odd and unique? Seeing people smile while in the heat 120 degrees Cause I wanna be free, what's a smiling face When the whole stage races? Why well, wanna holiday, damn it, cause I wanna So if I celebrate it, standing on the corner I ain't drinking no 40, drinking time with a nine Till we get some land, call me the trigger man for the governor, huh? he ain't loving you hot, but hear the trouble, yeah, he's rubbing you wrong. Get the point and come along, he can get to the joint. I urinated on the state while I was kicking this song. Yeah, you better to be fair, the sucker over there. He tried to keep it yesteryear, the good old days. The same old ways that kept us dying. Hey, yes, you, me, myself, and I, indeed. What he need is a nosebleed, be between the lines. He think you see the lie, politically planned, and understand. That's all she wrote When we see the real side To hide behind a boat And they can't understand Why he the man Who's singing by the king They don't like it When I decide to make it Wait I'm waiting for the day For the man Who demands respect Cause he was great Come on I'm on a one mission To get a politician to honor Or he's a donor By the time I get to Arizona single uh shut them down uh, also taken from the album that was out at the same time called uh apocalypse 91 the enemy strikes back okay it's one of my favorites off that album as well yeah, yeah. yeah. um uh, the um i was googling it while we were listening to the song and it seems that everywhere in the usa now hold, holds a, a, a public holiday for martin luther king day uh, which is better news i suppose yeah uh, yeah Good. Good. Okay. 
it's my my choice again now. No, so it's my right, my yeah. last song. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to refer you back to uh, social media disgraces, Twitter, oh. and, and and that, and uh, just a, a shout out for our hashtag. I don't think we've mentioned the hashtag oh, on the on yeah. the pod before. We've got a hashtag, haven't we? We're, we're, it's growing. It's growing. Yes. It started off um, what what eight weeks ago when we, when we were first in lockdown. It's mm. About ten weeks ago, isn't it? Yeah, because we've yeah, been in lockdown be, yeah. longer than the the country has, uh, um, and we started our hashtag hashtag self isolating band t shirts. Yes, and it's just been me and you doing it for quite a while, <laughs> yes. hasn't it? Yes, it just was. taking a picture of our band t shirts. Yeah, because we're 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 working from home. Yeah, and and so we're we're making no sartorial efforts. And uh, just got the band T-shirts on, and it's uh, yeah, we we keep showing off our, our range of T-shirts, and people have joined us. Well, Scott in particular, we should yeah. say a, say a big shout out to Scott because he's he's joining us. Uh, he was the first one to join us, I think. And then there's oh. been a, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a few more people getting on board the uh, the hashtag bandwagon, and it's been yeah. great to see. Very very cool, very very cool hashtag. Yeah. Anyway, I, I put up my picture today. Do you, do you recall what it was? It was a building. It was a building, and you said, "Do you know what this building is?" To the general Twitterati that are out there, and I don't think anybody did, did they? No, they did. Yeah, no, they did. Oh. The, yeah, the bloke in the band whose whose T-shirt it was, he knew what the building oh, was. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it was it was the uh, the Shipley Clock Tower. Shipley, that's in Yorkshire, right? It is in Yorkshire, yeah, yeah. between Leeds and, Leeds and Bradford. Ah. Yeah, yeah, Bradford, really. I and we should mention the band as well, shouldn't we? Yeah, the band Deadwall, yeah. um, and who are no more, I think. Um, but I think I think the guy Dom from Deadwall is now in a band called Point Pleasant. I think they're still uh, making music. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that was the show. But actually, the the reason that I I, I thought I would mention that, apart from you know, let the listener get on the the hashtag, yeah. is that um, Shipley, very close to Saltaire. Have you been to Saltaire? Don't know. Saltaire is, is where they, they there's it's, 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 uh, Salt's Mill. Yeah. Um, anyway, not not particularly important, but very yeah. close to Shipley. Right? Okay. And, and uh, Saltaire is where the music label Home Assembly Music are based. Great. And uh, I had... For many years, I had a CD single, yes, mm-hmm. uh, on the Home Assembly Music label uh, by the band The Declining Winter. It was something to do with the, the World Cup. And uh, anyway, I noticed last year that uh, this label had got loads of records, and they all looked very interesting. So I, I started buying up quite a lot of their back catalogue. And I bought, I bought up most of it, actually, last year, apart from the records that they released last year because uh, I, I you know, couldn't get everything. Um, anyway, this year I've caught up with those. So I've got stuff by the bands like Mahatma X and uh, Odd Nosdom, um, as well as all the stuff by Fieldhead and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I caught up. And they've actually had one release, one new release this year on the label, which is uh, a guy called Zeke Ultra, which is one word, Z-E-K-E-U-L-T-R-A. Uh, and he's got an album out called The Power of, which is in brackets, The Will of Man. And I bought this without hearing it. It's one of those things that I've started to do. If I like a label, I tend to buy stuff on a label. Yeah. And it's it's not really like very much in my record collection, but I think it's a remarkable album. 
So I thought I'd, I'd play you a, a song from it. So from the album The Power of the Will of Man by Zeke Ultra, Hurts. Every time the moon shines bright, 
was Zeke Ultra with the song Hurts. Um, there's no information anywhere on the album about who the, the samples were. Um, I particularly like the sample, I mean, the sample that goes all the way through, I really like, but also the one that comes in after the rain. Yeah. Does, was you know who that is, do you? No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, but the, maybe... The, the, the main version of Every Little Bit Hurts is, uh, I mean, loads of people have done that, haven't they? But uh, mm. the, the famous version is by someone called Brenda Holloway. But, okay. but then that bit at the end wasn't the same song, was it? No, no, different song. No. But so if, maybe our listener might know. Yeah, if, you know, know. if you know. Uh, if you, I tell you what, if you let us know and you're right, I'll swear at you. How about that? Yeah, yeah. There's, now there's a promise. Mm. Um, Every Little Bit Hurts is, is famously the only song that was recorded by both The Clash and The Jam. Is that right? It is, it is right, yeah. Um, That's a very good fact. Yeah. Uh, it was brilliant, that song. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it yeah, amazing? Really good. The whole album is fantastic. Uh, it's this guy I've never heard of him before. Z Culture. It seems this be it seems to be his first release. Um, it's produced by someone called Yonki, who, who may well be well known, but not to me. Y O N Q I. Uh, Elijah Banksy is on it as well, um, and Robbie Goldfinch. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. But yeah, amazing album. Just check it out. It's on Bandcamp. I mean, if that's his real name, Robbie Goldfinch, that's a, that's a strong name, isn't it? <laughs> That's well, it probably isn't because it's, it's, it's down as one word. Goldfinch? No, Robbie Goldfinch, all one word. Oh, right, with no space. No spaces at all. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is even stronger, to be fair, isn't it? We've played, a lot of, so we, 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 we've played a lot of music by bands beginning with you this evening. We had all read the <laughs> space sack. In the, oh, yeah. uh, we had Urusai Yatsura and then Zeke yeah. Ultra. Now, with, come on, you've already broken our rule. Wow. You don't call them that. What do we not? It's the Noisy Boys. Oh, the Noisy Boys. Sorry, the Noisy Boys. <laughs> and Zeke Ultra, so would that be filed under you? No, no, it's one word as well. It's under oh, Z. Okay, okay right. Uh, I was getting excited then, thinking we'd have <laughs> three bands all from the letter U, which would be uh, unique. <laughs> and unusual. Yeah, and totally. unusual. And what's, what's the word, people? Un, un, unprecedented. Uninteresting. Uh, <laughs> uh, the word that has had unprecedented amounts of usage in the last... Uh, few weeks yeah anyway uh right, what have you been watching on telly then uh well uh not a lot because i've, I've watched a series which i don't tend to do uh but i watched a whole series since we last podcasted uh oh, i think called devs that? on bbc i play oh. uh yeah. it's got your man from uh ron swanson what's his name oh him yeah he plays ron swanson yeah he's he's, yeah. he's one of the main people in it it's it's he's oh. he's, he's, he's nothing like ron swanson oh. it's not a comedy in any way it's mm. kind of like a, um, uh, well, I, know, I won't tell you anything that's going to give it away, but it's kind of like a, a drama, a mm. mystery drama about a sort of um, uh, a, a, a technological firm in South in, in San Francisco who who uh, yeah. seem to be up to no good. Excellent. Yeah, it's okay. very, well, very what's the whole thing? That, that, that's unlike you, isn't it? It's got more than one it's episode. A, it's, well, it's, it's eight episodes, I think it was, of about mm. 45 minutes each. So I had enough mm. time to commit to that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, the only thing I've watched of note on on telly actually was it wasn't on telly. It was on um, YouTube. The uh, there was a documentary about Elliot Smith All right. uh, yeah. called Heaven Heaven Above You, uh, and it was it was being shown for twenty four hours only yeah. uh, on on YouTube. And I I saw uh, Elliot Smith play back in the, the late 90s, it must have been 98, I think. It was the last time I lived in Leeds. So right. I'm playing Leeds, supporting Bell and Sebastian. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. I, I, I was, I, I think, probably 
quite drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and he, he must have died fairly soon after that, maybe, maybe five years later, I, I'm yeah. not sure. But anyway, I never really followed his music. Aware maybe of one song, there's one song that's in a film that's very famous, isn't there? Which I've probably heard. Waltz number two. But, okay, Waltz yeah. number two. Yeah, that's the one and, I like too. And, but the, the documentary was very moving um, and the little snippets of music were, I thought, very interesting. I mean, you know, sad. Uh, mostly, uh, I didn't really like the band he was in before he went solo. Heat Miser, I think they're called. Right, and didn't seem very interesting. But his stuff was really so. I thought, you know, I should I should do something about. It. I should use this time that we've got and yeah. explore this artist because I know a lot of people really really like him. Yeah. Um. So I had a little look on Discogs and and I've actually managed to get all five of his albums on uh-huh. CD for under a tenner. So I mean that's cool. that's. That's quite amazing. I mean, cool for me, but then you think that's a lot. Someone's life's work for less than ten quid, which is a bit, bit sad, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, the first, the first couple of CDs have arrived in the post, including the first one, which is uh, an album called uh, Roman Candle. Right. So I'm going to give them a listen. Uh, if I get a chance, I'm going to try and listen to them all, all five before we next record. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, feed, I'll feed back and, uh, and choose perhaps choose a song to play. Okay. Okay, but yeah. I would definitely recommend the documentary in any case, you've, even if you're not a fan. You've reminded me of a couple of other things to recommend. Uh, oh, I know you'll join me in recommending The Possibilities Are Endless, which is the documentary oh, yeah. about one of our biggest musical heroes, Edwin Collins, uh, yeah, which great. is on all four, um, the Channel 4 oh, it? thing. It's on all four now. You can watch that for free, and it's yeah. brilliant. Um, Life-affirming stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You've also reminded me that uh, last night I was supposed to be going to watch Tindersticks in Manchester. Mm. And because I couldn't go, I decided to uh, commiserate myself by... Uh, I found a whole um, Tindersticks gig from quite <laughs> recently in, in Nantes, in France. So I just sat and watched that. On, it's on YouTube for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you, if, you go, if you look for that, you'll find and did you And did you stand behind someone much taller than you and... And did you have, have your children and rest of your family talking loudly behind you as you watched it? No, the full gig no, going it's a Tindersticks gig. People don't talk at a Tindersticks yeah. gig. Okay. The kind of people who like Tindersticks don't talk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In life. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and, and the, no, I was sitting down because the gig, mm. well, it's been rescheduled. So interestingly, the gig was at Albert Hall, which we've been hey. to a few times. It's a good venue. It's a good, it's a good venue. venue, but it's standing downstairs and seating upstairs. So I was mm. thinking, oh, I'll have to get there early to get a decent seat upstairs because it's not reserved yeah. seating upstairs. But yeah, now it's yeah. been moved to the Royal Northern College of Music, which I've also well, been that's to much better. several times with you. Much better, a bit smaller, mm. and all seated. And, 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 you know, wherever you sit, you get a brilliant view. So I'm excited mm. that. Hope, hopefully, by February next year, that will actually be able to go ahead. Yeah, good. Fingers yeah. crossed. Uh, I've got a book as well that I've started reading that I wanted to oh. recommend. Uh, good. Finally, you finished that last one. Been on that for a while, haven't you? The one you've been going on about for the last three weeks. Uh, I've, been, I've been reading two or three, three yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't actually finished that Daniel Rachel one yet. I'm still <laughs> reading that as well. Um, but and, and that's great. Um, but I started reading um, Broken Greek by Peter Pafidis, the uh, oh, yeah. the music journalist guy. It was a big when when he was when I first moved to London. He used to do the singles reviews in in Time Out magazine, and uh, very very often would 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 buy stuff just because he said it was good. Um, but no, he's, he's great. I like. I like it. Is it is the book about his life? Yeah, yeah. So he he, he grew up in Birmingham, uh, living. Uh, his parents were running a chip shop. Uh, mm. So I'm about I'm about a quarter of the way through that, uh, which I read very quickly. It's very very readable. 
uh, and it's it's just excellent. It's it's obviously a lot of music in it, but also just a lot of stuff about his his life and uh, some of the difficulties he had in his life. Is it? On, on some of you on YouTube, there's an excellent interview he did with Robert Forster. Cool. Fairly fairly recently, I think probably the interview was done in the last six months. That's I would definitely recommend. That's a really interesting interview. Cool. In Robert Forster's kitchen. When I was at school, I remember discussing with my mates an idea I'd had for an invention. I called my invention the video recorder of life. This was a kind of time travel which was controlled using a TV remote control. Imagine if you had a recording of your whole life and you could go through, forward and backwards, however you wanted to. You could fast forward through all the boring bits, for example. You could go back to the really good bits, press play and experience it all over again. And you could replay that as many times as you liked. And if you wanted to, you could fast forward into the future to see what happens next. You could even go back to the parts that you don't like, hit record and change the events to something better. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, I've recorded over them. That clever thing that you wish you said at the time, but you didn't think of till much later, so now you can go back and say it. The lockdown life and all the extra thinking space it's provided, and the fact that I've been spending more time catching up with old friends and family on video calls, speaking to them far more often than I used to, has undoubtedly increased the amount of reflection on the past I've been doing. I've started projects that I've been wanting to do for years, making spreadsheets of every gig I've been to, for example, making spreadsheets of every QPR, every ground I've seen QPR play at, with a smaller section for all the ones I've seen them win at. Uh, I've been sorting through boxes through CDs and records, playing lots of music I haven't listened to in a very long time, trying to remember details of all these gigs, which inevitably stirs up memories of the people and the places that my brain associates with particular songs or particular events. As well as countless great and treasured memories, I've remembered dreadful things I said and did to people that have made me feel like I ought to find them somehow and apologise. Nostalgia and the powerful impact it can have on your emotions is a difficult thing for a song to express, but the song we're going to end tonight's podcast with does it as well as uh, just about any I can think of. The song is called End of the Run by Debbie Harry, or Deborah as she was calling herself when this album came out in 1989. It's called Deaf, Dumb and Blonde. It's not the most consistent album she's ever been involved with for sure but there are five or six really good songs on it the big hit single from this album was i want that man and that song contains the line here comes the 21st century it's going to be much better for a girl like me and i remember journalists at the time pointing out that by the time the 21st century started uh that uh, debbie or deborah was going to be well into her 50s which even though that may be true it did seem a bit unnecessarily snide to point that out uh, whereas in that song, though, that's the song that opens the album, and she's looking to the future, to the 21st century. But in the song I'm going to play, which closes the album, is her looking back. And she sings, I don't like flashbacks in movies. I like the story to proceed. But she goes on to talk about her days in the punk scene and of shrugging off her attempt to explain how a torn T-shirt made it all danger again. There's another line about old friends and faces no more to be seen. Because a few of her fellow CBGB's compadres were already dead by this time, even more so now. And then the leader of uh, a different New York scene that she was part of, Andy Warhol, had also died the year before. It seems amazing now that when she wrote this, Blondie were less than a decade behind her. I wonder what she would say uh, about these lyrics now, that's kind of 40 years ago and more, in the far more distant past. 
Uh, but at the end, no matter how much we may ruminate on the, the good, the bad, or the ugly things we've said and done in the past, there is ultimately nothing we can do to change it in the present, because there is no video recorder of life. Because, as this song says, once that tape starts playing, it's too hard to make it rewind. <laughs> Darkness falls like a black leather jacket And melts into the sidewalk like a sleeping drunk In the streets the wind throws yesterday's headlines around Another night comes and goes So for a while back then there was some place to go Somewhere more home than a house A family of choice, not an accident Sometimes as soon as something gets started, it's over. Now the days are much shorter and the people from the good part of town all come around. But something is missing even though there's more there now. I shrug off my attempts to explain how a torn t-shirt made it all danger again. Flashbacks in movies I like the story to proceed I don't like talking about the old days Except if it tells where the future will lead So we take a walk down this haunted hall Or stumble through a shattered recall I know there's nothing to relive It's just the shape of it all I don't want it different don't want it again, but value for value, now I'd never want it to end. You think of the old friends And faces no more to be seen You think how much fun a lineup would mean And once that tape starts playing it's too hard to make it rewind That one special face Takes over your mind Gray Ryan 
out of the depths and darkness as it says on the sleeve uh this has been trust the wizards podcast episode 95 i have been and do in fact remain chorizo garbanzo i've been kicker of elves thank you very much bye, bye. <laughs>